This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. time glad to have you brother lou let's do a sound check how are you doing i am good and how are you my friend i'm doing fabulous it's great to be with you tonight how's sister suny and the family doing everybody's happy campers over here in texas all right and the the goat tribe they doing good (laughs) yeah they're doing really good we had some rain um, which they hate, but uh, it's drying up. And uh, I think we got three of the girls are pregnant, and one wow. of them's getting pretty fat. So, wow. You know, the Nigerians, they have three babies, and we're expecting four out of Sunni named the one Sugar that's fat. And uh, we're expecting four kids out of her. Oh, man, that's beautiful. So, um, yeah. I- I never knew a goat to want to take a bath. That's why they stink so bad, right? They don't like to take baths. <laughs> well, no, that's not the reason they stink so bad. The girls actually don't stink. It's the boys that stink. And ah. uh, the reason they stink is they pee on their beard. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Sunny's always complaining about the goat stink, but uh, I don't really, you know, I don't go out in the goat yard trying to smell. I'm just saying. Deets are home, so I'm not surprised if a goat doesn't want a bath. But um, that that you just solved the problem. Then that's what they need to do. They need to. You're gonna have to shave that beard off. Is what you're gonna have to do. <laughs> 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 well, everybody, welcome aboard. We love our goats, our chickens. Michael Basham, he raises chickens and some goats too. He's up in uh, in the Carolina mountains. I have to hook y'all up. He's a great brother in the Lord, young man. And, yeah, I heard him tonight on your program. Interesting. He, uh, he loves goats, 
and uh, chickens and men. If the Lord ever blesses me with any uh, acreage, at least an acre or two, I want to get some goats myself and maybe become a farmer. Um, it's in the bloodline, but way back, my great grandfather was a farmer and a school teacher. And uh, I'm I'm far removed from the farm. I grew up in the city, so I don't know the first thing. But hey, there's always an opportunity to learn. At any rate, yeah. Um, praise the Lord, folks. Your were, children, yes. The the your your children would really love it. They they would take to that stuff. You know, I think we were all created to be farmers. You know, Adam and Eve farmed and mm-hmm. husband husbandry and uh, praise God. It's just uh, in modern times we've gotten kind of removed from the the farm and um, if you live in a city. So uh, I think everybody innately probably has a green thumb and they whether they know it or not. Because, <laughs> um, you know, back in the old days, you didn't go to the store and buy your food, right? You had to grow it. So for most you part. You grew it, you know, and we are growing more and more every year. That is awesome. Folks, welcome tonight. We are live. Tonight is Wednesday, last day in the month, January 31st, 2024. Welcome aboard. I've got all systems go, and uh, we're ex- excited to be here with Pastor Lou Young. He'll be bringing the word tonight, and then second hour or so, we'll open up the phone lines. If anybody needs prayer, deliverance, we have the Demon Hotline open at area code 515-602-9734. We'll give that out again later. But right now... Please tune into the message. Uh, Brother Lou, would you like to open us up in prayer? Sure. Father in heaven, <clears throat> I thank you and praise you and worship you. I thank you for the platform and that, um, you know, we've rolled through 2023. We're in the new year. And you're with us and we're with you. Bless this show tonight. And Lord, anoint me to speak your word and teach and train people. And uh, let those who are oppressed call in. And I bless Shannon and his ministry and his family. I break off all sickness, curse, and disease. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing for each and every one of us. And we want to say tonight that we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I say amen. And just a quick uh, story, speaking of um, health. Uh, Two nights ago, uh, Jeremiah, he started to cough a little bit and was running a fever. And I, I woke mom up, and um, and I said, hey, Jeremiah is not feeling well. I don't want him to go to school tomorrow. Because many times you'll push your mom through, you know. And um, mm-hmm. I gave him water, made him comfortable, but then I remembered I needed to pray. And so I prayed for him, and I commanded healing, Brother Lou, in the name of Jesus, to Jeremiah, be healed in Jesus' name. And the next morning... Uh, he didn't go to school, but then within about two hours, he was jumping around the house, and Rita said, uh, you see, we should have sent him to the school, and I said, well, <laughs> you know, he's got a lot of energy, but that's because the Lord answered the prayer. He's healed. Praise God, and of course, God healed him, and he got a day off of school, so it all worked out well. No bonus. Praise Double the Lord. bonus. I'm so happy he was up and jumping around, and God had healed him. He could have been yeah. in bed, you know, so. Right. That's called answered prayer. God does answer prayer. Yeah, uh, it still even works for Omega Man. How awesome. Let me God's tell you word. something. I had a dentist <laughs> appointment scheduled yesterday at 2. But I was also waiting a solid week on a FedEx to come from America to here. It had got seized by customs. They were giving me a hard time about it. 
you say, what's in it? It was a child's book, and I also smuggled an ATM card in there. Officially, FedEx and DHL don't like you to send bank cards, but my ATM card expired. I'm overseas, you know, 24 hours mm-hmm. from home and by plane, and I needed my ATM card. So it, it was expiring today, and I had my mom send it to me from the States, and what do you know, it got held up in customs in China and then hit Indonesia, and they were telling me they want a commercial invoice, and I said, look, the book's only worth $4. You mean I need a commercial invoice? So I had a dentist appointment scheduled for two. And I told Mama Narita, I said, cancel that because i got to wait around for this FedEx. She did. And um, I said, Lord, I need your help. I give this thing over to you. The enemy's trying to withstand me and stop this package. And, brother, I'll tell you, this is the honest gospel truth. We read the word yesterday. It was about 2 o'clock. I heard a noise outside. It was a FedEx truck. As God as a witness, they came about the same time I was going to the dentist. <laughs> and uh, uh, God came through for us. They released my package. I got my ATM card. It works. And so um, I'm not up the creek without a paddle. And the Lord is Amen, good. brother. And he's on time. He did it at 2 o'clock, the same time that appointment was supposed to be. So, uh, Oh, Shannon, that's just a coincidence. <laughs> Exactly. That's what the world says, but we know better, don't we? Yeah, we know very well better. Amen. Well, I'm I'm glad you're getting your prayers answered. You got a hold of uh, our big brother's shirt tail. That's just, uh, I love these testimonies. This is the way it's supposed to happen and operate. God is good, and I just want to give him the praise tonight. And with that, we're going to get started. Brother Lou, you want to open us in prayer, and the mic is yours. Yeah, we prayed already. Oh. Well, you know what? How about praying again? We could use an extra dose. We can pray again. Well, Lord, I'll I'll just uh, second what Shannon says. We worship you and we give you the praise and glory. We lift your name up. Lord, it's so awesome. I was thinking about the same thing today, how awesome it is to get our prayers answered. And I don't get all my prayers answered, but I get a lot of prayers answered. And I was just thinking, wow, how wonderful it would be if we could every prayer we pray would get answered. Man, we would clean house. We would clean Satan's clock, and um, I don't know how to get that done, but, uh, man, I see a lot of answered prayers. So, Lord, it's exciting to work in your kingdom, to uh, be in the vineyard and build the kingdom and pray and see people sick get well and uh, people oppressed and they get set free and people that don't have jobs. And lo and behold, it's just a wonderful coincidence. They find jobs and they start making money and uh, they pay their bills off. So, Lord, you're in action. You're still operating and moving. And we just want to say we're on your team and Hurrah to the King Jesus. We bless your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Welcome aboard. Pastor Lou Young in the house. Brother Lou, take it away. Thank you, my friend. Mm Mm-hmm. Sip of that good coffee here. Okay, so um, let's title this tonight, Is God Love? Because I hear, and we read it in the scripture, and we'll show you some of that, God is love. So that's where we're headed tonight. And uh, these, um, I, I build a PowerPoint, and then I go down my slide here. So I stumble onto some really strange stuff doing this this uh, teaching about new age, which we'll weave into this teaching tonight. Uh, but I want to plug a couple things um, 
Spirit of Prophecy Church Prophecy Club, Stan Johnson. Um, they have an app. You can um, get that. Also, Leslie, his wife, Prophet Leslie, trainedtheprophets.com. If you're a prophetic, you want to get in on that. And our website is whitehorseoutreach.com, whitehorseoutreach.com. So back to the teaching. Is God love? The scripture says God is love. Well, is is he really love? Let's look at um, this scripture here, backing up what we know about God's love. 1 John 4, 8. Whosoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. Now, put that on uh, in your file there. Whosoever. Whoever does not love does not know God. That's that's a strong statement out of the scriptures. God is love, and if you don't love, you don't know him. That's what the scripture says. It's pretty scary. Uh, love is the greatest gift that God has given us, and his love is not like our love. His love is pure. Our love is, um, our, our love is nothing like God's love. So I have a question for you, brothers and sisters. Well, then, if... God is love. Does God hate? I'm going to move this microphone down. It is, I don't know if it sounds like it's popping. Maybe it's my ears. Uh, so, well then, if God is love, does God hate? Well, let's look at uh, the scriptures again. In Proverbs 6, 16 through 19, it says seven things God hates. And we're going to look those over this evening. Let's look at three connections. First one, God's word which um, we base our life on, everything, all our decisions. Uh, second thing, the end times, which um, I'm going to say we're in. We're not at the very end, but we're certainly uh, in the end times. And if you heard the, the show with Michael Basham earlier talking about AI, it's coming all over the place. We're in digital finances. I don't even have – the only time i got to go to the bank is to get cash in my hand. Otherwise, it's transferred on my cell phone. And I heard you guys talking about cell phones. I use uh, um, a desktop, but most people don't use a desktop or a laptop. They use their cell phone. So I guess maybe I've got to come out of the closet on a few things also, Shannon, and get uh, more um, product out on the cell phone. Third thing we're going to look at is the new age. So with all that being said, have you ever seen a totem pole? And uh, we used to go to the Indian reservations because I lived in Iowa, so South Dakota and Wyoming and all these places uh, that have uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, they're Indian names, they were tribes, and they have reservations, and they will have a totem pole on there. They're animal faces on, like, a pole, which is kind of a statue uh, tall in the air. Animal totems are power animals. Now, this is a new age word, power animal. Uh, guides, these are spirit guides, guides that offer us guidance in times of need. Well, that sounds a little bit like scripture, help in a time of need. We don't need a spirit guide. What we need is the Holy Ghost. And Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace uh, to help in a time of need, which is what Shannon and I were talking about, getting our prayers answered. So when your son is sick and you pray for him and he gets well, it's not a coincidence. It's God's hand touching uh, 
your son because of your prayer. Amen. So let's talk about these seven things that God hates. And um, there is a thing that we hear a lot called hate speech, and, and censorship is happening. It's real. And what they're saying is the Christians, we're the haters. That's what they're saying. We can't say certain things anymore without getting our channel completely uh, removed. And so we're the haters, uh, according to what uh, the people in charge are saying. Hate speech, let's talk about that. Hate speech, abusive or threatening speech or writing that expresses prejudice on the bias of ethnicity, if I'm saying that right, religion, sexual orientation, or similar grounds. And Christians, we all got plenty to say about all those issues there, but I just want you to, um, uh, I took this off of a dictionary off the web here. And um, it's pretty ambiguous. It's very vague. And uh, so who gets to make the rules up that uh, uh, for hate speech? It's the people that uh, have the platforms that we're trying to uh, promote Jesus Christ on. And Anyway, enough about that. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. These are the um, – let's start with this. It says, these six things does – the Lord hate. So, yes, God is love, but he also hates certain things, and they list them right down the row here. Bing, bing, bing. One, two, three. It says, yea, seven are an abomination to him. Number one is a proud look. A proud look. Now, don't just listen to what I'm saying. Grasp a hold of it and think about yourself and your life and um, I'll have to say that I have to battle pride I do um, you know I have not arrived I'm not the perfect person on planet earth because I said Jesus come into my heart but um, I know pride is a sin and there is a scripture in Proverbs six eighteen that says pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall most people quote that scripture wrong they go pride goes before a fall no pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall so the lord doesn't like pride in fact he hates it psalms 101 verse 5 whoso privately slandereth his neighbor him will i cut off Uh oh him that hath an high look and a proud heart will i not suffer this is god speaking who privately slanders his neighbor, him will I cut off. That is not good. You know, uh, cut off, uh, that could be shut out of the camp, or it could be you sleep with the fishies. You, you could uh, pass on to the, next, to the next world, the kingdom of judgment. Him that hath a high heart, a high look, and a proud heart will I not suffer. You know, the Lord will give a new Christian grace, but after you've walked with him for a while, he expects you to begin to grow up and, and gain um, uh, self-control, which is one of the fruits, the gifts of the Spirit. Self-control. Um, Proverbs 21.4 says, A haughty look, a proud heart. Yeah, how do you look in a proud heart? And um, I'm looking at a picture here of a peacock because they are, well, they're the spirit animal of pride. 
And brothers and sisters, I just want to tell you, all that glitters is not gold. Now, how did I stumble on this? I was looking um, for pride, looking at things that were pride. And this is a, you know, there's things in the natural you know, Jesus taught parables, which was explaining things in the natural so that you could grasp the things in the spirit. So I want you to try to grasp this, what I'm trying to teach you here. The, the peacock totem animal. This is New Age witchcraft stuff. The peacock has a wonderful tail. Uh, it's just a bird. It's a little bigger than a chicken, but it has a wonderful tail. And your uh, uh, peacock totem power animal represents these are the things that represents beauty splendor pride not good eloquence demonstrative because they make a great big fan out of their tail they open it up and they're beautiful uh, beautiful but they strut around like they're a king you know look at me I'm the great peacock now in Revelation 12 4 this is the tail of the bird we're talking about here, the peacock's tail. So think about this when you read Revelation 12:4. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. See, the old serpent, uh, the devil, Lucifer, uh, when he was discovered was pride, his tail drew a third part of the stars, which are the uh, angels, evil angels. He took them with him. His kingdom is a third by his tail. So peacock, tail, get the picture, pride. The peacock totem, here's what the New Age spirit animal uh, teaches. Uh, Don't go looking at these sites. I've looked at them and explained them for you. The peacock totem is a powerful animal totem with many positive traits that we can use for guidance. No, the peacock totem gives us a chance to emulate the characteristics of the peacock to better ourselves in life. No, again, one should be in sync with most, if not all, of the totemic symbols of the peacock to be able to attain the best results from their guidance. This is a spirit guide it's not a totem animal. And let me just explain this. This is a good time to teach you how the demonic kingdom works. It starts with a lie. Behind the lie is an idol, and behind the idol is a demon. So you have the lie that the spirit animal is going to give you power. The uh, spirit animal is the idol, and behind the idol is the demon. It works just like that. And once you open the door and the demon has claimed you, came in and give you power, and give you all these characteristics, and then you get a call of Mega Man or Pastor Lou or some other deliverance minister, and it's a hard work to get that beast out and to stay clean. So the best thing is don't open the door. Amen. <laughs> don't open the door, brothers and sisters. It is not worth it. And I'll just tell you, as a farm boy from Iowa that lives in Texas, the grass is not greener on the other side of the fence. That is a lie. <laughs> it's a lie for sure. Proverbs twenty nine eighteen says, Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. You know, we can't keep the law if we don't read the book, our owner's manual, basic information before leaving earth. we got to read the Bible. <laughs> Amen. 
So, no vision, the people perished. Well, let's find out what this spirit peacock animal, totem power animal can do for you. Well, look at that. Vision, it can give you vision. We don't need that. We need God's word and revelation. So it says vision, dignity, prestige, sensuality, generosity, and expansiveness. This is under the spirit of pride called your peacock power animal. Okay, more scripture here. Joshua 1, 70. Um, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law. Or did I misquote that and it should say that thou mayest observe to do some of the law. No, no, that's, that's a misquote. We're supposed to do all of the law. All of it. You know, just try to keep the Ten Commandments. You know, the law was given to show that we need a Savior. You try to do the law, you're going to fail. That's why we need Jesus. And that's why you need to accept him into your heart so that you can begin to walk in the new kingdom of light, the kingdom of uh, darkness. You can leave that one behind and start building a new kingdom in, in God's kingdom. It says, be strong and very courageous. You know, this is a good scripture for 2024 because I'm going to tell you that the average Christian that has been sitting in these blessing church pews, uh, having their ears tickled and their back scratched, uh, their world is coming down right now. People are being laid off, and uh, there's a lot of fear. But this scripture says, be thou strong and very courageous. Well, unless you are reading God's word and manifesting your prayers, uh, getting your prayers answered, like praying for your son and he gets well the next day, hmm, yeah, those type of prayers. Pray for uh, the money card to come in the mail, and right on time it shows up. Those kind of prayers. Mm -hmm. Then you can be strong and very courageous. If you can't get your prayers answered, you're not going to be strong and courageous. You're going to have fear. Why do I know this, brothers and sisters? Because it's happened to me, and I got through it, and you can too. Uh, on with the scripture. It says, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Moses, talking to Aaron here, Moses commanded. Let me start over. Which Moses, my servant, commanded thee, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. If you really want to prosper, you better walk in God's word. And in order to walk in God's word, you got to read it so you know what God wants. You know, uh, people go like, oh, Lord, if it will be your will. Well, we shouldn't pray like that. We should know God's will. All his promises are yes and amen. And uh, we can do this stuff. We can do all the things in that book if we only believe and stop sinning and turn to Jesus with a whole heart. And part of this scripture here I like, it says, turn not to the right hand or to the left. When I hear right hand and left hand, I think of Republicans and Democrats. And, you know, I get so tired of, of uh, the church going, we need, I won't even name a name, but this guy for president and, and the president that we have well he's rotten we need this guy and they think a man is going to turn america around let me tell you there's no man going to turn america around except the man and that man is christ jesus unless we turn to jesus with a whole heart america is going to fall and the fall is going to be hard so we need to turn back get back to righteousness stop sinning and live like a righteous man and woman is supposed to, to live. Amen. 
Okay, I'm just uh, going on with this uh, pride thing. We're still on number one, seven things God hates, talking about animal wisdom. This is new age talk here. Peacock, spirit animal. Peacocks offer lessons in self-love, honor, integrity, and facing challenges with courage and confidence. Well, I thought we just read a scripture about courage and confidence. We need Jesus, not uh, new age uh, spirit animal. They're associated with spirituality, awakening, kundalini awakening, amen, wisdom, balance, and the course, of course, beauty. When the peacock shows up in your life, you're being encouraged to allow others to see your true magnificent self. Oh, my goodness. I'm a god now. I've ascended. I've ascended. I've opened all seven chakras, and, and the spirit guide has told me I am god. I get to make my own rules. You know, that's uh, the New Age talking right there. Oh, we're about done with this. Peacock symbolism, vision, royalty, spirituality, awakening, guidance, protection, watchfulness. Uh, in Greco-Roman mythology, the peacock tail has the eyes of the stars. Now, that's interesting, see? The eyes of the stars. Um, you know, you see the third eye. The, the hand signals uh, on these uh, YouTube and, and Facebook people doing this. The, if you look at a peacock feathers, it looks like there's eyes on the feathers in his tail. I'm telling you, it's a wicked spirit. Last one, peacock spirit animal. Peacock has the energy of 777. This is all New Age talk, the energy of 777. Seven is the number of completeness, and um, Jesus is number seven. Uh, that may not be numerically correct, but we are talking about the seven things God hates. It's interesting. They call this energy of 777. It's, it's witchcraft. It's the now moment. Live in the now, you know, which is... Uh, Aleister Crowley's uh, satanic book, Do What Thou Wilt. Um, it's just wicked. The instant manifestation of energy. It is time now to manifest your spiritual eye to manifest your reality. Well, this is a spirit animal associated with pride. God hates this stuff in the New Age. You know, Shannon, the New Age is out there drumming a beat. You know, we're wondering why we can't get subscribers and uh, people. There's no power in the church of God anymore. People go and come and hear a sermon. They leave the same way they came. There's no deliverance. There's no speaking in tongues. There's no activation. People are sick and dying and people wonder why people are leaving the church in droves and there's sin in the church. Mm, I'm telling you, you know, the, the, the people outside the church go, I don't want to come to church because I don't want to look like you. We got to change the way we're doing business. Pride is pride. Get rid of it. Amen. Number two thing God hates is a lying tongue. We'll look at some scripture here. Jeremiah 7 8. Behold, in Texas, that means look here, boy. You trust in lying words that cannot profit. And I like the last. Uh, lady you had on your show talking about a prophet because there are a lot of lying prophets in fact i think i'm going to bring a, a teaching here in maybe february late february about false prophets because they're everywhere <laughs> they are everywhere and you know what especially inside the church yes they are and this proves it. Jeremiah 7 8 behold you trust in lying words that cannot profit and sometimes prophets are 
They're speaking those lying words. Amen. Psalms 52.3. Thou lovest evil more than good. Uh-oh. Thou lovest evil more than good. Don't you think we see that in America now? We could change that to America loves evil more than good. And lying rather than to speak righteousness. Selah means think about it. That's what I'm asking you to do tonight, brothers and sisters. Think about these things I'm talking to you about. These are seven things God hates. And if they're in our life, we have to destroy these things. We have to exercise them. We have to cast these thoughts down. We have to kick these evil spirits out and walk towards holiness in Jesus' name. Amen. Second Thessalonians 2.9 Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power. This says all power in signs and lying wonders. Yeah, does Satan have power? Absolutely. Now, I want to tell you something I've um, been saying here for a couple weeks. Jesus Christ, deceived, Jesus Christ defeated the power of Satan. But he did not defeat the presence of Satan. See, even when he was uh, baptized by John in the River Jordan, the Spirit came down upon him like a dove, and it took him out to the wilderness. The Spirit led him to the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And after he was 40 days fasting, he was weak, tired, and hungry, and the enemy came and tempted him in every way. And it says, Jesus defeated him with a word. It is written three times. And it says, the devil left him for a season. He didn't go away forever. He came back to pastor him some more. It left him for a season. So even though we have power over Satan, he has been defeated. He is still a supernatural beast with all power and signs and lying wonders. So we can't slack. We cannot slack. Uh, and the usually after you come off... I'll just say it like I've experienced it. You go to uh, Honduras or Cambodia, you come back home, you had a massive, great uh, deliverance and healing and all kinds of signs and wonders and glory to God. Things were happening. The Holy Spirit was showing up and moving mightily. You come home and you want to sit down in a lazy chair and take a break and go, wow, that was an awesome time, boy. I'm tired. I'm going to sit down. No, no, that's the time that Satan's going to come and beat your brains out you cannot stop and you know i know a lot of people get really tired of hearing me say these things but you know he is a supernatural beast and just because we have power over him doesn't mean that we can coast you cannot coast and uh the scripture even says uh make hay while the sun shines or it says you have to work while it is light I just said it like the farm boy version. You make hay while the sun shines. So Satan has power, and uh, he has lying wonders. And many Christians are going to be snared in on this thing. Now, I want to uh, uh, go to another spirit animal uh, because we're talking about lying and uh, fox. Uh, let's talk about the fox totem animal. It says, while the fox spirit animal symbolizes wisdom and adaptability, it also has a darker side associated with deception and lies and the art of deceit. See, they've changed these things, this New Age movement, this witchcraft and occult. Yeah, I'll just say they're sorcerers and wizards. Sorcerers, wizards, and Satanists, and Wiccans, and all the people of the, you know, uh, 
they're spiritualists, but not connected to the the light. They think they have the light, but their light is dark. Our light is Jesus Christ. But they make this into an art of deceit. This they have it down to a science. And it's all spiritual stuff, brothers and sisters. This new age is wicked. We're not supposed to be involved with it. But um, known for their cunning nature, the fox, cunning nature. Foxes often use their intelligence to deceive others for personal gain. Well, uh, Americans would never deceive others for personal gain, right? We wouldn't step on somebody's back to get to the top of the ladder, would we? Did Jesus have something to tell us? Or, let me start over. Did Jesus have something to tell a fox? You know, we've heard, what would Jesus do? Well, in this case, what would Jesus say? Let's look at the scripture about this. In Luke thirteen thirty-two, And he said unto them, Go ye and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out devils. And I do cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I shall be perfected. Now, this was um, Jesus uh, referring to the fox was Herod. Go and tell them. He said unto them, go, go ye and tell that fox, I cast out devils. Well, you know, Christians can't have a demon, right? That's what we've been taught. Um, I'm saved. Uh, you know, a demon can't inhabit me because I got the Holy Ghost inside. Well, that's a lie. And uh, I do cures. See, that's how Shannon got his uh, son healed. He cast out the spirit of infirmity and uh, laid hands on and prayed for healing, according to Mark 16, 17, and 18. And behold, looky there, brothers and sisters, his son got well. Amen. This is how it works. It's so simple. Um. These people are out recruiting, and the, the witches, and the Wiccans, and the warlocks, says a fox spirit animal. All this New Age stuff sounds so nice and wonderful, and boy, if we, if we could just get these attributes, cleverness, independence, playfulness, mischievousness, beauty, protection, and good luck. Well, you know, yeah. Fox symbolism, physical or mental, responsiveness. Increased awareness, seeing through deception, called to be discerning. Well, Christians need the call to be discerning. I'm calling you all Christians, which is one of the nine gifts of the Spirit, is discernment. And we need to have that in the church because it's severely lacking. Ability to find your way around, to be swift in tricky situations, affinity with nocturnal activities and dream. Yep, that's what I call the beast of the field, the witching hour. It comes from 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. when the uh, dark spirits move and you have sleep apnea and incubus and succubus and sex dreams and you're attacked at night. And I know people that are afraid, terrified to go to bed because they know they're going to be attacked by an evil spirit. So these things operate at night they're not good they're new age and they're all bad the fox toad meeting liminal creatures foxes teach you how to walk between worlds see between the veil you know we can do that with prophecy in the spirit of the lord um the holy ghost uh and if that hasn't happened to you uh you know you're you're on the same basis with god that i am we're on a need to know basis and sometimes the lord just says you don't need to know so if the spirit world hasn't opened up to you be thankful because it's a strange place out there 
And uh, there's a lot of good, but there's also a lot of evil. So you don't want to open up a door that you have to uh, try to close later. It's much harder to do that. Just, you know, allow the Lord to, I'll, I'll say it this way. And I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but let's just take a baby Christian. He's not going to give you a keys to the Cadillac if you're a baby. You're going to have to grow up. And so some of this stuff is just not time in your life for these things. But don't give up. Keep praying. The Lord is no respecter of persons. Now, back to this. They invite magic, bad. Mystery into your life, that's not good. We have the mystery of the Gospels to figure out, the real mystery, the positive mystery of the Lord Jesus and the Word of God. Foxes are masters of adaptability, invisibility, and camouflage. They're associated with the fire element, sacral chakra, and potent creation energy see your chakras they're in the new age they're trying to get you to open your chakras and there's seven of them and when you finally get the third eye opened you realize hey i'm god it's it's bad john scripture here john seven thirty eight. he that believeth on me as the scripture has said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water now that word belly is actually womb which means that as the holy spirit is moving through you you can birth new things into your realm the kingdom of heaven is alive with action and that's done by the holy ghost speaking in tongues out of your belly shall flow or out of your womb shall flow rivers of living water men in the spirit you have wombs now uh we know understand women have wombs because we see the natural part but in the supernatural part men also have wombs which is called belly out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water you can birth new things into your life believe me i've done it and so has shannon and many other people that walk in the kingdom of heaven we create what we want and then we get it now i'm not saying we're going to say okay i'd like that brand new catalog i walk around it three times i claim it in jesus name i claim it in jesus name it's mine and that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about sound biblical doctrine of getting your prayers answered and uh the reason i'm saying this if you look up the word uh, belly in the strongs it's number 2836 and that clearly says womb so put that in your file 13 let's talk one last scripture here about um the fox this fox spirit animal and nocturnal habits nighttime habits foxes are most active at night think about the spirit realm what activates at night evil spirits but also our day animals by affinity the animal totem you may like to be active and bring your creativity to its peak during nighttime as it gives you the space to be closer to your natural state. Well, whoop-dee-doo. Working with dreams is a particularly useful practice for those who have the fox as a spirit guide. The affinity with the night activity supporters supports the connection with the dream. So we're not supposed to be opening up these spirit animal doors and dreaming with nocturnal uh, spirit guides. We're supposed to as joseph uh we lay down and and the lord uh, speaks to us in dreams and visions on our bed we need the holy spirit not a spirit guide amen now seven things the lord hates is the title tonight number three is and hand and hands that shed innocent blood innocent blood you know 
I don't have the scripture down, but it says if you are mad at your brother without cause, you have just killed him. You're guilty of murder. Uh, I'm going to read you Psalm 106.38. It says, And shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. This is the Moloch and Baal worshippers, the golden calf, where they would uh, sacrifice their live infants into a burning uh, bull. And uh, the land was polluted with blood. That's called um, passing your children through the fire. Passing passing through the fire to Moloch, uh, a wicked wicked practice in which we uh, have abortion today. And uh, thank God it's rolled back a little bit, but they are trying to take that back. Moloch is still alive and working, and he wants those children to be sacrificed. And uh, when they did these sacrifices, the baby would be screaming, of course, because he's being cooked alive. And so the priests of Moloch would be beating on drums really loudly so that it drowned out the screams of the baby. It's just a sick, sick sacrifice. I can't even believe that God's people, the Hebrews, did these things. But they turned from God, and no wonder he uh, judged them. Uh, Deuteronomy 19.10 says, Thus innocent blood will not be shed in the land that the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance so that you will not be guilty of bloodshed. Brothers and sisters in America and around the world, we have promoted bloodshed and abortion, and we are guilty. And I am honestly surprised that America is still existing. But the reason it is is because we have a merciful God that loves us so much that he's turning away from these things. But one day, he's going to turn back. And when he does, the hammer is going to fall hard and it's going to be hell to pay, if you know what I mean. Isaiah 59.7, their feet run to evil. Their feet run to evil. You know, do your feet run to evil? I know a lot of people did. I used to run to evil before I got saved. That's all I did. And they make haste to shed uh, innocent blood. Innocent blood. It doesn't say guilty blood. Innocent blood. Just like uh, Cain uh, killed Abel and and, uh, the blood cried out from the ground. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. These are people you don't want to run into. All they think about is sin, sin, sin. Repeated sin. Repeated sin. Generational sin. Granddad. Great-granddad, dad, the son, their family is just, you know, they're, they're destroyers and they're wasters and they have destruction in their past. These are bad people. We don't want to be around them. We don't want them to come to our home. Oh, my goodness. Uh, number four thing that God hates, a heart that devises wicked imaginations. Brothers and sisters, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings or throw stones, but do you have a heart that devises wicked imaginations? 
Second Corinthians ten five casting down imaginations is what the Christian, the righteous Christian, is supposed to do, and I have to do this, and Sunni has to do this daily. Sometimes I have to do it several times a day. I have to block that thought and rebuke it and speak against it, and I don't always do that out loud. Sometimes I do it in my mind, but that's where the thoughts are coming, the imaginations, the thoughts. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And brothers and sisters, nowadays there are so many things that are against the knowledge of God that we just have to be going at this all day and all night. Moving on, and it says, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. This is where we get to make the choice. You know, I'll just say it this way. To have the bad thought, that is not sin. But when you dwell there and think about it and think about it and think about it in the evil spirit, you can't see him, but he's there behind you going, take this thought, 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 take this thought. After a while, you're going to think, and act on that thought. And so that's why we have to cast down every imagination and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Because if we don't, then you will eventually sin. You will act out on that thought and sin. And then you've opened the door, and then you're going to feel shameful and guilty, and and uh, who knows? Uh, demons are going to come and be your friend. They're going to move into the temple, which is your body, your house, your your uh, abode, the body. Amen. Then you got to call Shannon and me to get rid of these guys. Uh, it's not pretty. Hebrews three twelve. Take heed. That means be careful, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. There is such a thing here in the scripture called an evil heart of unbelief. And I'll just say it. Uh, like I said, I'm not picking on you. I'm not trying to make anybody mad. I'm not mad at you. But a lot of Christians have an evil heart of unbelief. They just don't believe God's word. And I was in churches like that. I'm going like, why is there no power in this church? Oh, God knows. Yeah, God knows. And you know what? He knows that we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing (laughs) because we have a wicked heart of unbelief. We read the word. We say some praise songs, but we leave the service and go back home the same way we came. We beat our wife. We're alcohol. you know, fight with the kids, uh, commit adultery, do pornography, uh, steal, lie, cheat. We do all these things, and yet we say we're Christians. It just doesn't make any sense. This is why we need deliverance, deliverance to get set free in Jesus' name. Proverbs ten twenty three. It is as sport for a fool to do mischief. Oh, it's so much fun when you're a fool. But a man of understanding has wisdom. Proverbs twenty four sixteen. For a just man falls seven times and rises up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. Now, let me just talk about that for a little bit. See, it says a righteous man falls seven times. I get so tired of Christians telling me, oh, Pastor Lou, I've been fighting for so long, and I just I just can't go anymore. I, I want to give up. I say, well, you can give up and let the devil take you out fast or slow or whatever, but he's going to tap dance on your head, and you're not going to like it. So if you want to win, 
win, you got to pull out your sword and get back in the battlefield and start swinging and take some demon scalps, as Shannon say. We have to fight. It's just when when we're a soldier, you know, you're you're into the you you were drafted into the army of God as a soldier, man, woman, or child. You got to be trained and equipped. Learn how to get your prayers answered, and the fight will be much more fun when you take ground back from the enemy. You know, the song says, "I went to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me." He's under my feet. He's under my feet. But it's not an easy thing. Even though we have power and authority over him, it's still a fight. But we can win. So there you go. Put that in your file. Amen. A just man falls seven times. You know, I'm I'm not immune to falling. I fall all the time. Uh, and I really have been protected by God. But, you know, I'll just say it this way. If he can't get you, he'll come after your wife. If he can't get your wife, he'll come after your job. If he can't get your job, he'll come after your car and break it. If he can't get your car, he'll come after your house and break it. If he can't come after your house, he'll come after your animals and kill your dog, kill your goats, kill your chickens. He'll He's, he's always looking for a crack and coming for you, whether you are attacked personally or through a third party he's still coming for you he'll come for your children he's coming just always always so just because you fall doesn't mean a thing because the scripture says you're going to fall seven times but you get up again that's what we do brothers and sisters we get up again I know what it feels like to be worn out and beat down and, uh, you know, get stabbed in the heart. I I know what it's like to um, not have money to pay your bills. And, and, you know, I've been there. I've been with broken cars. I've went through all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm still here. I'm still fighting. And uh, praise God, I'm learning how to defeat the enemy more better, more more better, <laughs> more easier. Oh my goodness, it's it's a wonderful ride. You know, I guess maybe I'm weird. You probably think I'm a weirdo, but I I just enjoy beating up on the enemy. Number six, seven things God hates: a false witness that speaks lies. Don't bear false witness. The Lord hates it. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. God's wrath, Proverbs 19.5. If you're a false witness, you won't be unpunished. You know, uh, we see on the Internet and the things, uh, you know, these politicians are such crybabies. We need some men and women of God to be in the government. But they're, well, he did it. It's their fault because of so-and-so, you know, I inherited this. You know, why don't they just put their big boy pants on and get the job done? Well, they're working for the dark kingdom. That's why. And uh, they're against people like us. Number seven, he that soweth discord among brethren, don't do it. You're sowing death. If you're sowing discord, you're sowing death. Forwardness in his heart, he devises mischief continually. He soweth discord. Therefore shall his calamity come suddenly. Suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. Yeah. Proverbs 6, King James Version. Mm -hmm. False witness, you're going to be broken. Suddenly, without remedy. 
Well, Shannon, I'm going to wrap this up here. Um, if I can, I'll plug a couple things. Um, I'm going to have a can opener deliverance class here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex in Richardson, Texas. We call it the can opener deliverance class. It's going to be with my brother, uh, my Cambodian brother, Albert Chang, at the Episcopal Church, uh, 421 Custer Road, Richardson, Texas. It's Saturday, February 24th. Saturday, February 24th. In 25 days, 24 days tomorrow, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's going to be a long day, but we're going to teach, train, and equip, have a ministry session, and then we're going to have activation, and that's coming up. And So if you go onto the website, whitehorseoutreach.com, or my Facebook page under White Horse Outreach, you will see the schedule, and uh, we're going to have a great time. And so if you want to support me, you can go to whitehorseoutreach.com, or if you want to become a ministry member or have some ministry, email me at whitehorseoutreach at yahoo.com. And we are... uh, posting now on YouTube, so when you see the um, videos, uh, please like, share, and subscribe, and we are so doing a little bit of Facebook, and I think I'm going to try to do a couple other platforms, but that's in the future, and uh, God willing, I'll continue to learn how to run this internet and uh, these channels, so Fantastic. what else do we have going on? If Shannon? someone would like to support your ministry, is there a way they can do that? Yeah, whitehorseoutreach.com is a website. You can scroll down, and there's a donate button on there. Also, if you're in the uh, Metroplex, we are trying to gain members at Spirit of Prophecy Church. You know, Shannon, if you want to have a small church, you preach about sin, prophecy, casting out demons, and, uh, you know, people don't want to hear it. So, <laughs> Right. You have a small church. They beat the pastors with their checkbooks and leave. But, you know, I don't care. God pays the bills. I'm going to preach sin and repentance and Jesus Christ crucified and, and let the devil go to hell. Amen. Absolutely the truth right there. We will obey God rather than men. There's a price to pay. Amen. But you're yes, not sir. going to be ashamed on the day before the, excuse me, the day we stand before the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. At the judgment seat of Christ. Praise the Lord. We're live with Pastor Lou Young, and we're going to take about a five-minute break. Come back. If there's anybody who wants prayer, you need deliverance tonight, call in. The number is 515-602-9734. Dial it right now if you need prayer. And I'm putting it up on my Facebook wall again. If you need prayer, lines wide open. Now, if you're outside the United States, we can call you. Just have to let me know your number, and I'll dial you from my end. It won't cost you anything. Do that right now if you need prayer. Uh, Call in 515-602-9734. Brother Lou, we'll take about a five-minute break. Does that sound good? Amen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Shannon. You can stay connected if you like, and uh, I'll hit you back up after this song. Sound good? Coffee break? Hook it yeah, up. Sounds great. Thank you. Okay. Praise the Lord, everybody. Folks, uh, we've got all these programs going up into the archive every day. And I encourage you to go over there and get a free copy. The programs are right there, available for you. And um, all you got to do is just get over to the website, omegamanradio.com. It'll take you there. 
or you can go direct to omegaman.podbean.com also, and that'll take you to the uh, website where you can get the archives there, or you can find 12 other platforms that uh, will give you the access.
When you have no hope left within And you tried, and you tried, and you tried. There's always Jesus. Yeshua, our only hope in troubled times. He says,
that's uh, the 505 band find them on YouTube 505 Ministries amazing beautiful music we're live with Pastor Lou Young White Horse Outreach Ministries and we have wide open lines this is your opportunity to get through to, for prayer tonight if you need deliverance you need healing you got another prayer request you need a miracle call in don't hesitate the phone number is area code 515-602-9734. Lines are wide open just for you tuning in tonight. And, uh, of course, this is a dedicated number, so it's going to be our number from now on for any open line shows. So this is an opportunity to get prayer. The Word of God says, where there's two or three gathered together in my name, Jesus said, I'm the midst. So Jesus is in the midst when two or three of us gather in his name we're here today we've got that he's uh, ready to answer your prayers too well praise the lord we got our first caller brother lou you ready to go to the phone lines yes sir okay five six seven area code coming up first tonight five six seven welcome how are you doing i'm good thank you this is isaiah isaiah Welcome aboard, so, my friend. What yeah. can we do for you tonight? Thank you. So recently, I've been stressing a lot with school and work at the same time. Recently, I got a promotion at work. I'm a manager at where I work, and school's been really getting stressful on me, mainly the subject. I It's been hard to really understand it, but and it's just been hard to keep those on track while trying to also keep a relationship with God and it's I just feel like I don't have one no more Brother Lou meet Isaiah Hi Isaiah Hello Alrighty so stressful stressful Alright do you have any specific way you want to pray, or you just want me to cut loose and be led by the Spirit? You're good to cut loose. <laughs> All right. Father in heaven, we thank you for Isaiah, my brother. I cover him with the blood of the Lamb. I claim his spirit, soul, and body for your kingdom. Lord, I come against that spirit of stress, the energy that he's lacking, because you're probably burning the candle at both ends. So, Lord, he sounds like a young man. Uh, working and going to school. I ask you to give him supernatural strength and energy, supernatural strength and energy, and fill him more with the power of the Holy Spirit. And I speak peace to you. I command all spirits of confusion to loose you in Jesus' name, any mind-binding spirit or heaviness. There is a spirit called heaviness. It's like the weight of Egypt, the weight of the world upon your shoulders. I curse that spirit and command it to loose you right now in Jesus' name. I break the spirit of heaviness. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Come on to me who are heavy and weary laden, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I crack and break the yoke of heaviness and bind to you the yoke of Jesus Christ. And I say in your mind, in your heart, peace be still in Jesus' name. Peace be still in Jesus' name. Peace be still in Jesus' name. Father, I ask you to give to Isaiah an excellent spirit, just like you gave to Daniel, because you're no respecter of persons. The scripture says you have not, because you ask not. So, Lord, we're asking for that spirit to come 
and attach to Isaiah the spirit of excellence, and that way you will be ten times smarter than your fellows. Lord, if there's any block, any witchcraft or anything that we don't know, that's a portal that's open that's uh, causing him to stumble and to get sidetracked and derailed, I curse that, I break it, all automatic failure mechanisms, all cycles of defeat, and I ask you, Lord, to give to him wisdom, according to James 4, 1, 4, that says, If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of the Lord, that gives to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and he shall have it. So, um, we ask for the spirit of wisdom to come to you so you can get your schoolwork on track. And uh, we just decree passing grades. In fact, I decree, you know, we have a miracle God, so we're praying for miracles tonight, Isaiah. Straight A's, straight A's in Jesus' name. Lord, give him the wisdom and let it begin to be made clear in his mind. Clear in his mind, clear in his heart, and let this become an easy uh, school lesson so that he can get, uh, excel and go to the head of his class. Lord, we just decree it and we thank you in advance. Any other thing that's operating his life that's not um, from you, Lord, we curse it. We ask you to close the door on it and seal it shut. And if there's any, if there is any demons attached in, on, or around you, I command them out according to Luke ten nineteen. Manifest and go and don't come back. And we seal it all with the blood of the Lamb. And I decree and call you blessed Isaiah in Jesus name Amen So Isaiah in addition Amen. to that here's the counsel I'm here counsel I have for you tonight you're doing a great job you're working and you're going to school what you're missing is some time in the word of God in all likelihood so here's what you do get a King James Bible and when you've got a spare moment, you open that thing up and you read. You make your goal every day you're going to read a little bit from the Word. Sometimes I'm only able to get in one chapter. One chapter is not very long. You can read it in about 10 minutes from most of the books. But you're going to read it or you can listen to it uh, on your phone. Maybe you have some commute time. Uh, to work or in between classes every day what you do is you're going to put the word of God into you because the word of God will do a couple things for you it will renew your mind through the hearing of God's word also to build up your faith and your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ God will speak to you and I through his word so if we're not hearing him speak to us and we feel that we're getting kind of uh, distant from him our relationship is kind of estranged growing cold we're probably not spending any time in the Word. And that's been the case with my own self. When I don't spend enough time in the Word, I begin to feel that myself. Uh, a distancing. So you can fix that easily. You're just going to make it a priority every day, sometime before you go to bed, you're going to read the Word. Now, there was a time in my life uh, I had never read the whole Word of God. And I said, man, this would be horrible. If I died, I'm standing before God, and I had my whole lifetime, and I never read the Bible at least one time. So I set out to change that. And I had a very busy schedule. I was working like three jobs and trying to raise my family. And so um, time that had alone just to do nothing, quiet time, almost didn't exist. But I did have some commute time in between the home and the job. 
So what I did is I got, this was back uh, 30 years ago when uh, a lot of people were using cassette tapes. They had uh, James Earl Jones uh, reading the whole Bible. You could buy the New Testament. It was like 12 tapes. Today you can get it on MP3, get put it right on your phone, stream it. And I would pop that cassette in my car, and for about you know the 20-minute the commute, uh, I was going through the Word of God. It took me about six weeks, and I went through the whole New Testament, just listening on my way to work. You don't have to be in a rush. But bit by bit, you begin to get the Word of God into you. I'm here to tell you that's going to make a night and day difference in your life. Because God's word will not return void. It's going to renew your mind. It's going to build up your faith. And uh, then the Holy Spirit has something that he can use. And he'll begin to quick it to your mind. You write it on the tables of your heart. You put it in your ear gate or you read it through the eye gate. And mark my words, as you begin to put God first in your life and you're reading the word every day, mark my words, you're going to have a drastic change in your relationship with the Lord. It's going to improve by light years. That's my encouragement to you. Keep working. Keep going to school. Now you're going to start going through the Bible. You choose where you want to read. You can start in Genesis or you can start in Matthew or any book. doesn't matter. Eventually you want to go through it all. But um, get the Bible and begin to play it or begin to read it, whatever you can do. And uh, that's my advice to you. And watch if you don't see a stark difference in how you feel right now. You know, with anybody, in closing, I want to make this comment. You know, if we don't talk to them, we're not going to have much relationship. You know, long-distance relationships typically don't work for people. People try to have a relationship. They, they don't talk to each other. They split up, go their separate ways. Well, it's not that much difference from the Lord. Now, He's not going to split on you. But we walk away from Him. And so uh, you need to begin to communicate with Him. And then, uh, in addition to reading, you just going to pray every day. Might be a minute prayer, whatever you have to say the Lord, begin to pray. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And it says, all these other things shall be established unto you. So that's our advice for you tonight. Father God, bless Isaiah. Isaiah, we plead the blood of Jesus over you. We bind every demonic force that's been a tormenting you. Command it to loose you and go right now in the name of Jesus. You are the head and not the tail. You're from above and not below. You can do all things through Christ Jesus which strengthens you. We break every word curse that's ever been spoken over your life and loose you from it right now in Jesus' name. And I agree with Brother Lou. We loosen you, God's spirits of power and love, sound mind in Jesus' name. God bless them on the job. Bless them in the school. And God, as he gets into your word, begin to speak to him and guide and direct his steps in Jesus' name. Surround him and his family with the warrior angels in Jesus Christ's name. You know, uh, one more thing I'll say. The Word of God says, In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. So that's what you're going to do. You're going to say, Lord, thank you for this day. This is the day you have made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. You know, if you don't know anything to pray but the Lord's Prayer, you pray that. Jesus prayed it. I pray it every day. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give me this day my daily bread, and forgive me of my trespasses as I forgive those who have trespassed against me. And lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. For thine art the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. And as I was going into work for years, I'll pray, Lord, 
Give me favor today on the job. Favor in school. Help me, Lord God. Bless the work that I'm doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Watch what happens when you do that, Isaiah. God bless you. Thank you for calling tonight, my friend. Thank you. Single most important thing I'm trying to implement in my own life this year, folks, is uh, getting in the Word like never before. And many others are waking up to that same reality that, you know what, we've been distracted by many other things that are not going to profit us in the day of trouble. But if we'll get in the Word and put God first in the Word, watch some prayers begin to get answered. Because we're acknowledging Him when we do that. We're seeking Him. And He will direct our paths. So praise the Lord. Thank you, Isaiah, for calling in. Folks, if you need prayer tonight, call in. we got wide open lines. And you can dial in at uh, 515-602-9734. You know, Brother Lou, um, people can, again, read the Word. You can listen to it on tape, listen to it on CD, listen to it on MP3. You can play it on DVD. Uh, there's so many ways to get the Word in into your life. And, um, you know, um, I've heard testimonies of people who go to sleep with the Bible playing in the background. They wake up healed. They begin to sleep better than we ever before. Because, hey, look, the demons don't want to hang around in your house for a Bible yeah, absolutely. study. They, they'll they say, hey, ain't, nobody, ain't no demon got time for this, and they hit the road. Amen. Amen. So, um, Try that. This has got to be the year everybody reads through the Bible at least one time. Now, there's some people that are able to do it every couple weeks. I don't know how they do that, but, uh, man, more power to them if you can read it faster. But the point is, just get through it. I had a great-grandmother who would come over and visit my grandparents and I for the summer, and I was staying with my grandparents. And my grandmother would get up. First thing she'd do is take a shower. And then I would see her dress, and she'd be sitting on the couch in the living room with her King James Bible reading it and she had a Bible plan go through the word of God in a year so she'd read like three chapters a day and check it off and I spent the summer there and every morning she would do the same thing and I just looked at her and I thought man this is remarkable I was about 12 or 13 at the time and I never forgot that she put God first in the morning and uh, man her she always had the joy of the Lord and God will be with you throughout the day so we make time for him he's certainly going to uh, acknowledge us i believe it when we uh, when we seek him for a need um once again call in wide open lines 515-602-9734 you're listening to omega man radio Stand with by. shannon davis okay i want to make sure that my blog talk had not jammed it's still working although i think i am having some a little bit of internet issues, internet issues tonight, but it's not affecting the show. Okay. Um, while we're waiting on another phone call, Brother Lou, uh, do you all have any mission trips lined up this year? Yes, we do. We are going to Cambodia in June. I think we leave on the 3rd, somewhere around the 3rd. We're gone for three weeks. We're going up the mountains uh, for a week and then to Phnom Penh for two weeks. And they say in the mountains we're going to go house to house evangelism. It's little villages and huts. Um, they told Sunni, one of the guys came here and was promoting our mission from Cambodia. And he said, uh, you come out and we'll have cobra soup and uh, roasted bats. 
And uh, soon he goes, I'll eat the cobra soup, but don't think I'll eat the bat. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then two weeks, they call it a little island. It's, it's uh, you got to take a ferry across the, the water to get to um, the place we go in Phnom Penh. But we're gaining contacts in favor over there, so we are praying with them once a week on Tuesday over the Internet. And we are also doing, I think me and Albert's got, what is it, the 15th, I think it's the 17th, uh, yeah, the 17th of February, we're going to do a Zoom meeting of deliverance over there. They, they have internet issues, and um, they don't have laptops and uh, televisions, so they're all on their cell phones, so I've got to find out a little bit more about some of this technology, how to get the uh, Zoom to operate on their cell phones, because the last meeting we had, we had, I don't know, 15 people there that were pastors, and they had one cell phone, so I didn't think it was very good, but you got to work with what you got. Absolutely, you do. Um, now, you can get these little portable hotspots. Um, they're called MiFi. Think of it as like a portable router, and you buy a SIM chip from whatever internet company they have down there, a prepaid SIM chip, and you pop it in there, and then um, you can then use that device to give Wi-Fi to your computer or your phone. Um, otherwise, you can get hit with roaming charges, of course, when you're like on AT&T going, going overseas. But um, when I came to Bali... I had no internet except what was in a hotel room, and it was very poor. I found out about these little portable um, MiFi's, these little routers. I'll send you a picture of one. And I, I bought the SIM chip, popped it in, and they're not the fastest thing, but uh, it was enough to do um, a broadcast. I don't know about Zoom video, how much uh, that's going to require. It may be able to sustain that. I'm not sure. But um, are you trying to do uh, the same thing you do in the States but over there and bring in worldwide people on Zoom? Well, we were doing the the Zoom seems to work pretty good, but um, when 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 they join our Zoom, it looks really good. But what they have is they're doing it on their cell phone, and so I don't think most of them even know how to uh, okay set it up on a computer you know i mean here uh, you know in the states we just run all this stuff through a, a computer it goes through a, a you know an overhead projector and lands on a big screen and the, they're huge and one church has a tv that's probably 36 inches and the other church doesn't even have a tv so they're 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 into the cell phone stuff so I, I, it would be nice if they're all going to be on there to have all their cell phones individually so they can look, but they're probably going to pull up too much computer stuff. And oh, so well, I'm not quite sure how to figure it all out yet. What about uh, what about you stream on YouTube? Yeah, that's a possibility. Now you won't be able to see them, but they can see you, and you can also have the chat room there. So I mean, you know, if you want to broadcast to the world from any location you can always do a YouTube stream and those work out pretty good that's something to think are about are you allowed um, can you get a, a PowerPoint teaching on that um, 
You can't if you were using a laptop. If you're just going to stream, let's say, from your smartphone, that'd be difficult. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, I don't do much on the phone. I, I do a lot of stuff here in my office on a desktop. Well, what about, okay, you take, do you take a laptop with you on the road? I do. Okay, and maybe, do you have like a projector as well that, that you use down there? So, um, they actually have one at the church we're going to, but I do have a little projector, but it's it, it's pretty much a toy. So here's where I'm going. Um, uh, basically, you get your table up there, and you got your laptop and your overhead projector, so people that are there in the audience can see you live. But then you just carry a tripod and a, a dedicated smartphone, and you just uh, point it at you, and then you use that to stream up on YouTube. So people okay. that are local can have the benefit of being there and seeing the whole thing live. But uh, for those that you want to have participate in it worldwide, they can watch your YouTube stream, and you stream right from your smartphone. All you need is a smartphone and a little portable tripod and um, and an Internet connection for that phone to connect to, and uh, that's that's one idea. Uh, let's go to our next phone call. Let's go to 678. Okay. Going to Georgia, I believe. 678, welcome aboard. Hey, how's it going, Shannon? Hey, hey. Lou. Welcome hey. aboard. How can we be um, a blessing tonight? What's going so on? So you probably don't remember me, but, um, well, uh, you, you said to call and ask if you have prayer. Um, but before that, um, I just want to give you like a report. Um, you had the demon hotline going on last year, and I called in, and uh, it was about... I think it was like January 16th. And um, anyways, uh, I just wanted to tell you that I haven't uh, smoked weed or drank alcohol. And that night that I got off the phone with you, I, after doing deliverance, I like threw away all the, all my stuff and uh, got rid of all the alcohol out of my house. And, and uh, it's been, uh, it's been awesome um, in the sense that like, I'm not bound anymore. Praise Um, the Lord. So I just want to say thank you and praise God to that. Just say thank, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, he did it. Lord. Amen to that. Yeah. 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 And um, I think about that a lot. Um, and I was just asking for some prayer. Um, I know you're going to – this is a quote, but, like, you know, you suffer the pains of regret or you suffer the pain of discipline. And so um, – I am in a new position at doing sales and um, getting up early, and I've struggled in the past with uh, being, like, um, just kind of, like, lazy-minded, um, and I know, like, you're not supposed to be lazy and study the ant, and uh, I, I get it, and, and I'm trying, and I just feel like I have fatigue, so I was just, just asking for some prayer um, in that department and, um, you know, to do what I need to do to... Uh, not fall short and i uh absolutely i'm juggling a lot and i'm not complaining but i'm just saying i just feel like i I could use some prayer on that you know hey that's what we're here for today you know if you ever go in the military one of the first things they make you do is learn how to make your bed and the space that they give you the foot locker etc organize all that and then they do an inspection and it's part of taking people and turning them into soldiers and uh whether soldier in the military of men or God's military you know we're, we're called to be soldiers for the Lord Jesus Christ God has to discipline people and get them trained up who may not have had any discipline before and that's probably all of us 
So um, came to mind that uh, first thing they do, get up and make your bed. That's what you would do in any military. <laughs> you know, Amen. Number two is um, Amen. whatever you're not getting done now that you want to do, you need to build that in as part of a schedule and uh, repeat every day. And that will begin to build some discipline and crucifying the flesh and whipping the flesh into shape, whether it be going to the gym, yeah. whether it be reading the Word. Whatever amount of time you got to get up early before you leave to go to work or get ready, you build that in, or you got to do it some other time during the day. But the point is, um, think of it as uh, you got to get a regimen going. And it's not going to be easy if you begin to do something you haven't done before or haven't done in a while. It's like me going to the gym after 20 years. Uh, my body does not want to go. But I knew that I needed to make a change. So the hardest part is just getting started. And then after a while, you begin to build some momentum. And then you see the benefits from it. It motivates you to keep going. So I think everybody uh, at some point in time has to discipline themselves uh, or nothing's going to change and um, it can spiral out of control from there. We crucify the flesh, we cast out demons. We'll definitely pray and I praise God for what he's already done for you and he's got more work to do. You went round one. We'll pray some more tonight. Brother Lou, over to you. Yeah, um, well, I just want to thank Jesus for um, answering our prayers and setting you free, my brother. I would really love for you to email me your testimony. It doesn't have to be long, just real simple. I'm, I'm building a, um, a book of testimonies, and um, whitehorseoutreach at yahoo.com, whitehorseoutreach at yahoo.com. Just uh, email it to me. I'd appreciate it. So I got a couple quotes that um, – I learned this. I was in sales, door-to-door sales for 16 years, and um, I know about being disciplined and getting out there and hustling. And uh, you're in sales, you got to hustle. So procrastination is the thief of time. That's what they would tell us, and, uh, you know, it's a true statement. Mom and Dad used to tell me as a boy, don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. So we just have to uh, get to it. But I think you're probably under some more spiritual attack. So uh, let's uh, beat down the devil and get him off your back so that you can get uh, this spirit of sloth or procrastination. Procrastination and perfectionism, they work together. So you don't have to be perfect, but a Christian is like... I really like what Shannon said about the soldier making your bed and, and this and that, but you're a soldier, and uh, you're in a fight. So uh, gird yourself up and uh, pull your sword out and start swinging. Amen? Amen. All right, let me pray. Father in heaven, I cover my brother with the blood of the Lamb. Claim your spirit, soul, and body for the kingdom of heaven. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for hearing and answering our prayer back in January of 23. And I ask you tonight, Lord, do it again, only much better in Jesus' name. I rebuke procrastination in the name of Jesus. Procrastination, you're trespassing on the Holy Ghost temple. Get out. I cast you out according to Luke ten nineteen. Leave him. I loose you from him. Procrastination and every weight, every cycle of defeat, every curse in your bloodline that's coming down um, and manifesting as procrastination or sloth, I command you to go. I command you to go to the wilderness and dehydrate and die there, and I break the curse 
uh, break every family curse, every familiar spirit traveling down the bloodline. I give you a transfusion in the natural and in the spirit of the blood of Jesus. Be transformed into the image of Jesus. Right now in Jesus Christ, I break off the spirit of heaviness. I break the yoke. I curse the yoke. I command it broken. And I apply the yoke of Jesus Christ to you, which is easy in Jesus' name. I break every mind-binding spirit and spirit of failure that is trying to operate in your life. All triggers, all automatic failure mechanisms, I break them in Jesus' name. Lord, we decree and bind to our brother favor with God and man. Favor with God and man. Favor with God and man, I bind to you an excellent spirit. And um, the spirit you gave Daniel, that he was ten times smarter than his fellows. I break that, again, that heaviness spirit and ask you to have a supernatural energy. I lose peace into your mind, peace into your heart, and peace into your body. Break and go. Every demon in, on, or around him. Loose him right now. Loose him. Python, you can uncoil. I sever your attachment. Every witchcraft and sorcery spirit that's instilled in him through drugs and alcohol and all these other wicked things, we curse those again and command them all out. All demonic residue manifest and go. Up and out. Loose him. Loose him. Get out in Jesus' name. Don't come back. Don't come back. That's right. Cough them out, my brother. Get out. I break every cockatrice egg in your belly. Any viper that's broken out, we destroy them with the fire of God. I call the fire of God down upon every evil portal and close the third eye. And we put the blood of Jesus upon your heart. I speak to the death angels. I manifest and go. Pass over. Passover, get out, get out, get out. You're trespassing on the Holy Ghost temple. Move, leave, and never come back. Leave and never come back in Jesus' name. We decree victory. We decree healing. We decree energy in my brother right now. Energy. And also decree sweet sleep. Sweet sleep. We decree you will lay down with no fear and your sleep will be sweet. And Lord, I ask you to allow him to get enough sleep that he's revived revived in the morning that he wakes up with energy and that he can go all day long with energy and that he can excel and i thank you lord that you hear the prayer the angels have released to answer the prayer we thank you in advance and call it done by faith in jesus name amen i touch and agree amen brother we plead the blood of jesus over you we bind every demonic force coming against you we rebuke it and command it to go in the name of jesus Anything that needs to loose you and go tonight, we rebuke it and command it to come out right now. Take a deep cough and let it go, brother. Come on, let's go. Move. Every unclean spirit that may be lingering, we bind you in Jesus' name. Come out. Loose them. Every spirit of backlash, retaliation, revenge, retribution, hindrance, or delay, loose our brother and come out right now in Jesus Christ's name. Let's go. Move. Every spirit that is trying to withstand you, we rebuke you. Come out. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father God, bless this brother. We thank you for what you've done and what you're going to continue to do. Restore him whole. In Jesus Christ's name, give him favor on the job. Bless him, God. In his business, we pray this right now. Surround him with a hedge protection wall fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 in Jesus' name. You know, brother, I'll say the same thing to you I said to uh, Isaiah, the earlier caller. 
If you're not already doing this, and you may be, but if you're not, uh, make sure that you put the Word of God into your daily routine. We've got to discipline the spirit man, too. And that comes from making time for the Word. You know, uh, I'm, I'm there, and, and um, a part of that is waking up to be with the Word. And uh, um, I'm, in, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm, Excellent. I'm reading. Uh, I'm keep, reading. <laughs> keep going. You're on track, then. definitely reading. <laughs> You're on track. Keep doing that. And uh, every day, pray the Lord's pray Prayer. That. I really appreciate you guys. Ask God to give you favor. Every single day. We pray every day for the You know, give us this day our daily bread. You don't pray one time, say, Lord, give me this day my yearly bread. It's a day-to-day walk with the Lord. Daily manna drop. And uh, whatever you need help with, just uh, ask the Lord. Acknowledge Him every day. That's what He's looking for. And then... Um, you know, sometimes for people that got severe procrastination, and that was me at one point in time. I mean, I had a whole list of things. I wasn't taking action on any of them. I was going to work, but the things I needed to do that I had had on my to-do list, they weren't getting done. It got so bad, I, I forced myself just to start taking action the minute I thought about it. And literally, if I thought about it, it would be, wouldn't be manana. It would be I'm doing it, uh, doing it now. And it made a big change. Just got to pull pull the trigger. I had to discipline myself uh, because I was in the throes of procrastination. And uh, it's hard work, but you'll get back, and then it's going to be running smooth, and you're going to have your to-do list done, and you realize, you know, you are making some advances. Now, if you're physically tired, though, uh, in terms of energy, you know, a lot of people are using caffeine because it works, especially going to the gym. You know, they have caffeine before, and then they go there, and they got all the energy they need to do their workout. I don't deny that that works. It does. But at the same time, in my own personal case, caffeine was doing me in. I had to give it up. And the Lord healed me of uh, silent reflux, which is like a, another type of acid reflux, once I got rid of the caffeine, because I was drinking a lot of cappuccinos every day. Nothing wrong with coffee. I love coffee. But I can't drink one cup, and um, it had gotten to the point where it was causing acid reflux. So I had to get healing for that. And I said, Lord, you got to help me. Well, so do, so now what? I don't have any caffeine. That sucks. And I felt the difference. Low energy. You know, uh, I've been experimenting, though, with some supplements. And I'll tell you what I think is, uh, is helping me to replace that caffeine. Uh, you get some cayenne pepper. Get organic cayenne pepper. You can buy it in the bottle with powder. And you take like a, a teaspoon of that and you put it in water, stir it up and chug it. It'll burn going down, but <laughs> it will not irritate your stomach. Good morning. <laughs> Absolutely. And then what I'm doing That's good is I take, uh, I like I take some other supplements. I take uh, D-ribose powder. D-ribose is uh, it's a cardiovascular supplement designed for the heart. And then I've noticed even coconut water and some cashews. And I take this, uh, it begins to kick in and I have an energy burst. I'm at the point now that um, I've weaned off coffee and I think I found a substitute that works. And the reason the cayenne pepper works is it's a vasodilator. So what it's going to do, it's going to open up your arteries and it's like uh, you know dr- dropping jet fuel into your blood. It's going to kind of turbocharge things. Of course, you can also take creatine from you know muscles and things like that. And there's some other supplements, but 
when I go out, like yesterday, I felt kind of sluggish, but I had to take care of some errands. I realized, wait a minute, I hadn't had my cayenne pepper. I went in there, and I put some of that jet fuel in the water, that cayenne pepper, and man, it kicked in. And uh, it will increase blood flow, and it'll make you feel better. And if you're feeling drowsy, it will wake you up. Just don't take it at bedtime because it might keep you up. It really works. <laughs> cayenne pepper. And um, it's a miracle powder. Praise God. God bless you, my friend. Of course, uh, it goes without saying, got to make sure you're hydrated too. If you don't have enough water in your body and electrolytes, uh, you will have low energy too. So that's a definite booster. Uh, you can also look at B-complex and uh, CoQ10, 600 milligrams a day. Now, that's a combination that I'm going to be trying again when I can find some good B-complex over here. But I had that at one time. I was taking, uh, it was called Super Energy B-complex. They make it still in the States. And 600 milligrams of ubiquinol and some water. And, man, I didn't even drink coffee. I felt like I had a turbo boost all day long. And so uh, it just worked that way for me. It may not work that way for everybody, but there's a couple supplements out there along with hydration that um, can fill the gap, and you can experiment with it and see what works with you. These are all natural things God created, so they're good. Let's go to our next call. Thank you, caller. Let's go to 971. 971, thank you for waiting. You're on with Pastor Lou. How are you doing? 971, welcome aboard. Okay. I'm that's, here. That's you. Yes, ma'am. How can we be a blessing to you today? What do you need prayer for? Um, I need prayer for strength to move on and move out from um, the people in my life who are I, using drugs, and, and, and I just can't be around anymore. I gone through, I've been around um, well now my ex-husband but we tried living together but I I'm leaving in two weeks and it's really hard because we've been around each other for 19 years Sure. but I feel like it's time because I mean two weeks ago I had to call 911 and they resuscitated him with Narcan and I just can't, it's every day and, and it brings in other bad people, but Absolutely. I need the strength because I don't have anybody else helping me. It's me doing it <laughs> um, to move on and to be able to close that door. Absolutely. That's holding you back. Now, nothing wrong with living the person if you're married, number one. But in this case, you mentioned that uh, you're living with an ex-spouse, and um, that's not good for a number of reasons. But praise, never- praise God that you're ready to move on. <laughs> It's, and but it's just I have to put and it's not just hit, it's the other people I've met that don't want to change their habit and it's just I have to move on well absolutely you can't live in the midst of that and not be affected and if you're living with people that are using drugs or not living for the Lord uh, you know two can't walk together as one unless they both agree uh, there's a verse also that I'm reminded of what right. fellowship does light have with darkness um, be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage from which Christ has set you free. Uh, you've got an ungodly soul tie right there. And um, you know it's time to move on. And that's been holding you back. 
you become codependent. I'm just talking in general terms now, not here to condemn you. But this is all positive, what you're saying here tonight. And it will not be easy, especially if uh, you have not lived alone in a while. Um, or, you know, you're making a you know, big change like this. So uh, the Lord can certainly help you. Uh, Brother Lou, what do you have to say about this situation? Well, I agree with what she said, Shannon. Uh, you got to get out of there because eventually if you stick around, the enemy will take you out one way or the other somehow. Uh, you're, you're just a sitting duck. You're trying to change, but it's really impossible with the people you're sticking with. And, um, you know, my mother used to tell me birds of a feather flock together. You're, you, you were in the flock. Now you're separated, and now you have to separate further and um you know i remember when um back years ago when i was in the world doing all those things with drugs and alcohol and you know jesus supernaturally you know showed up in our house and i'm telling you and one day everything changed and uh we went back to church I'm saying we, me and my wife, we went back to church. We lost every friend we had because we didn't smoke, drink, and do any of that crazy stuff we used to do. But we changed. I mean, we one day we were going one direction. The next day we were going another direction. So I encourage you to, you know, you got two weeks to figure out how you're going to do this, where to go. So I just, um, I'm backing you, and I support you. Um, are you in a church? Are you going to church? I don't where I'm at, no. Is, is there any churches around you? I, I'm talking about bigger churches. <laughs> Say again? Um, there are. There are, well, yeah. I would encourage you to get uh, in a church uh, because uh, it's not so much for church churchianity but you need you need to be around some women so if there's a women's group that is support um you know divorcees or single mothers or something like that you need to connect with those people because you're going to find out there's people like you and they've um come out of those situations they have testimonies and it will give you hope and encourage you and then uh as a bonus hopefully they'll be preaching some uh biblical doctrine and um it'll help you it, it'll it'll will give you hope and support in the meantime uh we'll pray absolutely and before brother luke prays let me just insert one thing the fact that you're moving out does not mean that you don't care for the other people that uh you've been living with you mentioned one who's uh, had a drug overdose and had to have a narcan but what you're going to do is you're going to do the right thing and get yourself out of that situation. And then you can continue to pray for them. We'll even lift them up in prayer tonight. That God pour out his goodness, mercy, and grace to them and do whatever it takes to save them. You're not abandoning them by getting out of the place, but you've got to do the right thing by the Lord. And by getting out of there, not only are you going to be in a better position, you're going to get strength, but you can continue to pray and then put them in the hands of God. You know, you can't force anyone, sister, to make a decision to do the right thing and serve God. Everybody has uh, the right to choose. And uh, these people right now that are in uh, the throes of of, uh, drug addiction, uh, they need deliverance. 
and they need someone to pray for them, and you can do that. But that doesn't mean you have to live with them. God hasn't called anybody to missionary date, and he hasn't called anybody to put themselves in a, um, a yoke of bondage. So God wants to set you free, and uh, then you can continue to pray for these. And God is able to turn these situations around, even if it looks like uh, you know, they're at the point of just uh, going over into the abyss. Now, they could, but you're going to continue to pray for them. You just don't have to do it on the same roof. Uh, with that, um, we'll pray for you tonight. Brother Lou, over to you. All righty. Well, I'm just going to command some spirits to come out of you, and uh, we'll see what the Lord will do. Amen. I cover you the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. Claim your spirit, soul, and body for his kingdom. Lord, for my sister, I rebuke these spirits uh, and break the soul ties. I break all soul ties with the ex-husband and any drug friends, any druggies. I break those soul ties. I command your soul back to original and proper position in the name of Jesus Christ. And I command every double-minded spirit and every evil soul tie with any person any place or anything, go now, looser, get out, come out of the temple, looser, go, come out of the mind, come out of the heart, I pull out every flaming dart that's been put into your heart, I pull them out, in Jesus' name, all out, go, pain, discomfort and pain, mind-binding spirits, break and go, I loose them from you right now in the name of Jesus, I bind you the mind of Christ, and I put on the healing balm of Gilead upon your heart. Be healed, daughter, in Jesus' name. Be healed. Lord, I ask you to touch her with your love and let her know that you're with her. Speak to her in dreams and visions and prophecy. Comfort her. I break the yoke of heaviness and bondage. I break all bondage spirits, sorcery and witchcraft. Come out now in Jesus' name. Looser right now. We claim your body, the temple of the Holy Spirit, for the kingdom of heaven. Manifest and go, every demon spirit. Go in Jesus' name. Give her strength, Father. Your word says that you give strength to the humble. You give strength to the humble. And also says be strong and courageous in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you to connect her with like-minded people so that she's not isolated. Uh, break every stronghold that's been set up to cause you to fail in Jesus' name. I break every chain that is attached to you. I sever it in Jesus' name. I bind to you hope in the name of Jesus, Lord. Hope. And I also bind to you peace, my daughter. Peace in your mind and peace in your heart. Peace be still. Jesus spoke to the storm and it calmed. And that's what I'm doing for you. I say peace be still. Storm flatline. Every fear, every doubt, be gone. I cast you out to the sea and plant you there. Don't ever come back. We close the door once and for all to all sorcery and witchcraft and um, pharmacia. In the name of Jesus Christ and every demon that came in through those doors, I curse you and command you to go. I cast you out. Manifest and go. Come out of the mind. Come out of the heart. Come out of every organ. And I speak to fear. I know you're in there. You lose her. Loose. Fear, I command you to loose. I lay the axe to the root of all fear and doubt and unbelief. Break and go. Lord, we bind to her courage, just like you had when you had to face the cross. You had courage. 
No one took your life. You laid it down willingly. Lord, I ask you to give this daughter courage in Jesus' name. Also give her wisdom. Yes, wisdom. Wisdom so she can move and live and breathe in which direction to go. Be the lamp to her feet and a light to her path. Be that voice behind her saying, Daughter, this is a way. Walk ye in it. I break every chain and everything that's coming against you. And I command it to loose and never come back. We cover you with the blood. I also put the blood of Jesus upon the doorposts of your heart. And I command the death angel to pass over. The death may be all around you, but as they say in Psalm 23, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. I bind the Lord in the mind of Christ to you in Jesus' name and the Holy Ghost. And also... Psalm 91 says the angels will bear you up in their hand, lest you dash your foot against a stone. So I draw a bloodline of Jesus around you and call the fire of God to be around you. And any demon that is inside that circle must go and never come back. And if they do, I command the angels to attack and to protect you. Also, while you lay down at night and sleep, we say you will lay down with no fear and your sleep will be sweet. We decree it. Lord, let her go into the dream state and wake up in the morning refreshed and give her hope and peace. Hope and peace. We declare it and I stand with you, my daughter, for success. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Sister, I want to encourage you. Amen. Proverbs 3 says, Trust in the Lord. With all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear Yahovah, and depart from evil. So you're acknowledging him. You say, Lord, show me where you want me to move to. Open up the right doors, close the wrong doors. But you're acknowledging the Lord. You want to do the right thing. He's going to direct your paths. Count on that. So, uh, God bless you in what you're doing. And, uh, again, you can continue to pray for other people that you care about. And, uh, Lord God, we just lift up this this man. You know who he is? That almost overdosed. We bind his strong man in the name of Jesus. Bind every demonic force operating in him and command those spirits to loose his mind and will that he can make a decision for Jesus. God, give him a road to Damascus experience like the Apostle Paul. Knock him off his high horse if that's what he needs. God, we ask that you do whatever it takes to bring him to you. Give him an opportunity to receive you. Every demonic force, we command them to loose his mind and will again that he can make a decision for Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over him and these other individuals and this sister's family or friends. And we pray this tonight. Bless your God. God and direct your steps in Jesus' name. I want to say uh, one Jesus more thing. Name. There is now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. That's for you, me, for everybody out there. You know, it's not easy to do the right thing. But you have to or things are not going to change for you, me, or other people you care about. So do the right thing, and God will back you. That's what I'm hearing tonight. God bless you, sister, for calling in. Thank thank you. Yes, ma'am. And you know, you're getting some things cleaned up that were long overdue in your life, and watch what God does. He's going to set you free, and you're going to see some areas of your life begin to blossom that the enemy didn't want to be resurrected. 
I want to thank everybody for calling in tonight. Uh, I'm excited we had some callers tonight because we haven't had open lines really in a long time on a consistent basis. We're good. But um, I'm planning this month, Brother Lou, all goes well. We're going to, 90 to do seconds. Uh, nightly open lines, and um, I'm also going to begin to advertise it on YouTube with some shorts. Try to get some um, get the word out that uh, we've got a uh, hotline here for people who want prayer. And I always treasure this time with you. Uh, Brother Lou, once again, for <laughs> tonight's archive, what would you like to title your message? Is God Love. Okay. That is God love, question confirmed. mark. 60 seconds. Also, tell people how they can contact you and support your work. Well, if you'd like to um, have a deliverance session or prayer, uh, email me at whitehorseoutreach at yahoo.com, whitehorseoutreach at yahoo.com. Get on the mailing list uh, so when we have events, you will be notified. And we do some Zoom meetings also where you don't have to come to Dallas to um, get ministry. Uh, if you do want to support us, and I thank all those who do, uh, the website is whitehorseoutreach.com, whitehorseoutreach.com. Go to the website and scroll down. There's a donate button. Sunni's testimony is on there, too. She was involved in human trafficking as a young woman, so she's on there. As a book, uh, we do have Spirit of Prophecy Church in Plano, Texas, which is open on Sundays, 9.30 till noon. Uh, if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, come there. And uh, the last thing I want to plug is we're having a deliverance meeting in Richardson, Texas on 24th, Saturday the 24th. I want to say 9.30 to 5, 9.30 to 5. You can see that um, on Facebook, or you can email me if you want more info. So come one, come all. It'll be good. We're going to have teaching. We'll have a time of ministry and uh, activation, and it's going to be fun. We'll feed you. Come and get some food (laughs) and get delivered in Jesus' name. Shannon, I thank you. I always love coming on on and listening to you and your guests. It's so, it's, you know, the platform you have, there's not many out there like that where you do, you know, it's kind of like open for other people to come in, different points of views. I know you may not agree with all of them, but uh, they're, I love it. I love what Praise you're doing, the Lord. and I thank you that you allow me to come on, you know, a little hey, my friend. ministry from Nevada, Texas. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, shoot, it's an honor to be here with you, my friend. Um, it's all Jesus. Apart from him, we can't do anything. It is. I'm thankful to have a job and be able to do this. Um Brother Lewitt, I was just thinking of something. Do you have an iPhone? I have an Apple uh, yeah, you got 11. Apple. Oh, yeah, you got an Apple 11. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. So here's something you might consider. You could do some tests even before you hit the road. You get one of these little portable tripods. And uh, something lightweight. Okay. And what you do is uh, you set your iPhone up, point it at you, and then there's a... Um, a company called Rode, who is making these wireless mics now. And I believe the way it works is they give you one that clips on your lapel or your collar, and the other one is mm-hmm. going to be attached to the iPhone. And what you do is you can get a little adapter that allow you to plug that in, plus you can, you're going to want to get one of these um, uh, power bars. 
you know, that you carry around to recharge your phone if you're on the go? You've seen those mm-hmm. things? So you could... Yeah, I got one. You could plug that in, too, because, um, you know, an iPhone can drain pretty fast. So sure. uh, you got a, you got a, your own battery pack there, but then you got the, um, the Rode uh, mic, and then you're going to go ahead and go to YouTube channel, and you're going to start a new stream and broadcast. And you can broadcast and get broadcast quality audio... Plus, you get the great video of these iPhones, um, and it will be at one fixed position, you know, just pointing up at you, unless someone wants to move it around. And um, what you can do is you can stream it, but also you're going to save a copy uh, on the phone, and then later you've got that to, to work with as well. I don't know of a better option, to tell you the truth, than these iPhones. In fact, I was recording some of the episodes of Omega Man TV with an iPhone 13 that had 4K on it. And, you know, that's that's two models old now. they got the 15 now. Mm-hmm. Um, iPhone 11, I think, um, has all the same capabilities that you need to do a great broadcast. You really can't beat them. And you know what? A lot of people are looking for other ways to stream, but the problem is uh, most of these um, cameras that people are buying, they're not really set up to stream more than 30 minutes and they overheat. And you can spend uh-huh. thousands of dollars to get some big rig when the truth is some of the best cameras that are out there right now for streaming are none other than these iPhones. So you could get a little mobile rig. I'll see if I can't send you a link or two. To, uh, you could check around there. Or you can order them on Amazon, test them out. But you could basically have a portable rig that you carry anywhere you, you want. And uh, whether you decide to stream or you just want to record the thing for you know for a later upload to your channel, you should have one of these anytime you hit the road. That's really the way I'm going to set myself up too, uh, because you know you don't ever want to miss a great opportunity to record one of these messages in the field, and you know you can stream them or you can just record for archive purposes. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. I'm and, uh, going to take your advice. You can also get another thing where if you want to do an interview over there, and uh, Road makes the same one and it has two lapel mics. And one mm-hmm. goes to you and one goes to your guest. And then uh, you can get free software on the iPhone. It's called Road Recorder. And I use these, this setup that I'm telling you, it's not expensive at all, about 100 bucks, to record an interview with a guy who came down here to Bali. And I just took the phone and the uh, rig over to his uh, hotel room and we recorded it. Like this past year. There's all kinds of things you can do with an iPhone. And I didn't even know this was possible because my brother was recording programs and closing for the Word Network. He was doing it mm-hmm. on his iPad. I said, what do you mean you're doing it on an iPad? That's not professional. He said, take a look at it. Little did I know. And then we taped all of our programs, um, uh, at least 10 of them that I did for the Word Network, on this iPhone. And you can even get a little device that you can plug in even professional mics if you want to use this thing like at home and get like a, a Rode or a Shure SM58. You can hook all kinds of professional microphones right into your uh, iPhone. These things are amazing. I know at least the 13 Ford has the 4K. Now, if you can't get 4K, you just use 1080p, which is still HD. And um, I'm on an XR. Uh, I had to surrender my iPhone 13 and my mom to, to, to Mama. She wanted it, and I wasn't using it. So, um, But I'm thinking later on I'm going to upgrade and probably get an iPhone 14. I heard that they're as good as the 15 and with one of those, you've got a mini studio anywhere you want to go for recording video, <laughs> streaming, or interviews. So just something to think about. 
I'll send you um, okay. some pictures of some hardware that I got recently, and uh, you might want to try this rig out yourself because you're going to be out there where you don't want to lug around too much equipment. And you know what? You can probably also get these mini Wi-Fi routers that I'm talking about. I'll send you a picture of one of those too. They're okay. ubiquitous That'll down work. here. I know you can get them in third world countries. Um, not I don't mean to say third world. I mean to say um, overseas countries. You know, they're more advanced than us in America. I mean, can you go down right now and buy some prepaid SIM chips and recharge them? Um, other than I like Walmart? no idea. I mean, you know, look, we're stuck with AT&T, T-Mobile, Mint Mobile, Verizon. We don't get many options in America. You go overseas? Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I got prepaid SIM chips, and anytime I want to add some credit to it, I just put the money on there, and it recharges right there. This is old technology, but, you know, we're, we're behind the power curve in America. And these little SIM chips unlock all kinds of opportunities, like I was saying, you know, to have your own uh, mini Wi-Fi. I've, I've talked too much, but at any rate, let me send you a couple <laughs> links later to look at. Maybe it'll make it. Send me some stuff, and uh, we need some stuff for the, the Cambodians. Yeah. Absolutely. So we can do this because uh, I think we're going to have to do it over the iPhones. Yeah, iPhone is beautiful. Uh, that's my one-stop solution. I don't, I don't even worry about any of that other technology now because I mean they've already mastered it with the iPhone. God bless you, my friend. We'll see you again real soon. We love you. Okay, Shannon. Love you too, my brother. Thank you, sir. Bye. That was Pastor Lou Young. The iPhones are pretty amazing. I'm on an XR, but I had the opportunity to use my wife's iPhone 13. And um, that's amazing. They're only getting better. But uh, you can do so much with these, and um, they've really mastered um, the art of shooting videos on smartphones. Now, it's amazing how many people are doing it. Versus one of these big old, you know, dinosaurs that you got to lug around. Um, okay, I think I've talked enough. God bless y'all. If you're coming in late, we had uh, two programs this morning, which I'll upload for you later. We had um, Michael Cummins, and then we also had today Robert Avila from Sweden. That was this morning. We do that every Wednesday. We'll have international shows. We'll have three next week on Wednesday. And then uh, this evening, we came back. We had Michael Basham. We had uh, Sister Lena and special guests. For the mic from 505 uh, Ministries, and that was Pastor Lou Young. So we didn't do bad today. We did uh, five shows for you. We'll be back tomorrow, seven o'clock Eastern, with all more all new shows. I'll get these uploaded for you, so we'll be caught up here in a few hours. Go to omegaman.podbean.com to go direct to the archives, or simply go to omegamanradio.com. I want to thank all of you for tuning in. If God puts in your heart to partner with me, you can check out the website. There's a couple ways to do it, omegamanradio.com. Thank you to all those that have. You keep fuel in the machine. We can keep on going. God bless you all in Jesus' name. See you next time, friends.